Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, welcome back. Darren Mitchell here, and you're listening to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. Today being Wednesday, we're getting ever so closer to uh, the magical Santa arriving on 25th of December. But today, 16th of December, Wednesday, the second Wednesday before Christmas. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk, there's a number of number of themes that have come out actually in the last, uh, well, the last probably four or five days having conversations with clients and potential clients. Christmas is that time of year where, irrespective of the type of year you had, it's just a natural year, a natural time of year, should I say, to sit down and review the year that's just been, uh, reflect on what have been the wins, and I'll, I'll record a podcast and I'll probably do a video next week around the year in review and some things to think about as we start planning for the new calendar year. But it is a time of year where a lot of people, a lot of sales leaders, a lot of organizations do some planning and start thinking about, okay, what do we need to do better next year? What do we need to do differently next year? How can we use 2020 as a platform for exponential growth in 2021? Um, And many, many individuals within organizations are starting to look for new roles and new opportunities. And it's just it's just that time of year where that happens. Most people are going to take a little bit of time over Christmas. I think most most organizations in Australia, except if you're if you're in retail and emergency services, probably shut down for a week or two weeks. So for the majority of people who are in certainly in private enterprise, they will probably have between two and three weeks off, which is a perfect time to just think about things. Yeah, you're not going to be distracted by the day-to-day operations within the business, the day-to-day hassles a lot of us have to deal with in terms of um, working for an organization. And so it's a good time to sit back and reflect and think about, well, is this is this the company I want to continue to work with? Uh, is this the uh, people that I want to continue to uh, liaise with? Or is there something better? Is there something different that I could be doing? And from sales leaders' point of view, this is also a perfect time to start looking at potentially recruiting new people for the new calendar year if you've got opportunities or if you need to make some changes or if you're expanding your team. Perfect time to start looking for good quality people because there are more and more people who are open to a move. Now, from a business point of view also, uh, despite the fact that many organizations shut down, if you're trying to get access to, for example, uh, key decision makers, then Christmas, the Christmas period is also a very good way to do that because typically they don't have their assistants looking at their emails, they don't have the gatekeepers in place making sure that only certain people get through to them, uh, and they're going to be more receptive potentially to uh, to interact with you, whether that be on any platform, but certainly on things like LinkedIn. So that's something to think about as well if you're looking at how you can build some momentum over the Christmas period leading into 2021. But today's conversation, I wanted to talk, because this has come out, as I said, from a number of conversations this week and last week, and I wanted to give some thoughts on, okay, if you're looking to potentially make a move, then what should we be doing as preparation and getting ourselves ready to take advantage of any opportunities that may be here and now, but also any opportunities that may actually start to come forward in the first quarter of 2021. Because the worst thing you can possibly do is is not be prepared for an opportunity when it arrives because you would have missed the boat. The chances are slim that if you're not prepared, that when an opportunity arrives, you'll actually get it. 
So now is the time to start planning. Now is the time to get prepared so that when an opportunity does knock, not only can you recognize that opportunity, but even better than that, you're going to be prepared to take advantage of that opportunity when it does present present itself. But here's the mistake most people make, and, and this goes for sales leaders, salespeople, but just people in general when it comes to looking for new opportunities. And the mistake that people make is they simply start looking for what is out there. Now, I've had a number of conversations this week and last week, but this is a theme that I've found has been happening over many years. And certainly when I was running sales teams back in corporate, um, this was the same thing. I'd had people come to me asking for what opportunities potentially might be there, and yet they hadn't even started to think about what type of opportunity they would be interested in or what sort of skill set they could bring to the table. They were simply looking for uh, responding to maybe an ad uh, that might be an opportunity for them to apply for, and that's how they went about it. And most people do the same. Now, it's true that also there's, a there's I guess, a, an underground uh, employment market where things are not advertised and it's done through networking and so forth. And, and this is the example I want to bring out today because the people who get a, who get appointed to roles that perhaps are not advertised are the ones that are prepared, but also the ones that are really targeted on what type of role they want to go for and what type of role they're suited for. So they're very, very selective and they know exactly what they're looking for and they don't have to necessarily apply for roles that are advertised because, as I said, a lot of them are not advertised. But the mistake that most people make is they simply look for, okay, what's out there? I'll go on to Seek, I'll go on to LinkedIn, I'll make a few phone calls, I'll do some connections, and I'll see what's out there. And they literally do very little, if any, research, uh, and it's very much market-driven. So it's reactive type of um, approach. And if you think about this in the sales realm, a lot of the, a lot of salespeople do exactly the same thing. They look for what is the opportunities out there potentially that they can see, and then they'll start thinking about how they respond to those opportunities. The great salespeople actually go out and create the opportunities because they start to network and they start to identify problems or they'll start having conversations and maybe planting some some insights or some problems that uh, customers or potential customers start to resonate with and all of a sudden they realize that, hey, maybe we've got a problem that we need a, we need a solution for. And that's how great salespeople get most of their most of their business. Uh, but from a, from a role perspective, I want to talk specifically today. Now, whether you're a sales leader, whether you're an individual contributor, uh, whether you're not in sales at all and you just happen to be listening to this podcast, and if that's you, hey, really appreciate you uh, plugging in. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you're getting some value here. I want to talk to about talk about the the things we can do to literally create your ideal role. Now, what would happen if you could sit down and create your ideal role? How would that be? Now, it sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but I know it works because I've seen it happen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. And literally, this is how I got a number of roles within within the corporate gigs that I had uh, when I was in corporate. Um, now, from the client conversations this week, uh, there's a few sales leaders that in those conversations have been sharing with me that they think they've hit a bit of a ceiling in their existing role, but also within the organization that they're in. So it's quite unclear in terms of what is next, what's the next move. They're quite happy with what they're doing. They're certainly performing at a high level. Their team is on fire as well, but there's just something grinding at them to say there's something more, and they're not quite sure what that next move is going to be. So naturally, what they've started to do is they've started to reach out to people within their network. They've started to reach out to organizations that are similar to the ones that they're working for right now, and just to start to not so much plant the seeds, but put their feelers out to see what's actually happening in the marketplace. Uh, is there any opportunities potentially coming up in the new year? Now, with this, that, that can work for a lot of people, and sometimes, hey, you'll catch lightning in a bottle, and if that's happened, then all good. But in many cases, it's it's the old, um, it's the old reactionary approach as well, which means you've got to have a huge amount of patience. 
Uh, and sometimes the things are just not going to happen the way you want them to happen because you're going to be very much driven by what organizations are advertising for uh, and whether those roles that they are advertising for have actually been opened specifically or whether they're just going through the token process of advertising but they've already got somebody earmarked for that particular role. So unless you absolutely blow them away in some sort of interview, then chances are you're not going to get that role anyway. So I wanted to, I wanted to share because I've shared this with uh, I shared with these guys this week and last week and it's come from a mentor, a very favorite mentor of mine that shared with that shared this process with me many, many years ago. And hey, it works for roles. It also works if you're a business person. It also works for attracting your ideal client as well. It's just it's a phenomenal, but it's a really simple, simple process. And it's literally sitting down and creating your ideal role. So what we did is we had this conversation this week, and we were talking about how do we actually do this? What what needs to happen in order for me to get ready for an opportunity that potentially may present itself in the new year? Um, and so we, I said, first of all, we've got to start with an absolutely clean slate. So just think, just take away all of the all the preconceived ideas about you know what specific company you'd like to work for, what specific title you'd like to have. Take all of that and throw it away. We're going to start with a blank canvas, and we're going to simply start thinking about. And this is where brainstorming comes in. And this time of year is the perfect time to do this. What I want you to do, and what you want, what I want you to start to consider is, okay, if I could create my ideal role from scratch. Somebody came to me and said, right, I want you to create your ideal role uh, and we will pay you whatever you think that role is worth and we will measure you based on how you think that role should be measured. How would you create that role? What would include be included in that role? So start thinking about uh, some things such as, uh, and, and don't think about specific companies and certainly don't think about specific titles. Now that, that comes after the fact. Now, think about things like, well, how many people would uh, would I have reporting to me? How many people would I be working with? Uh, what sort of environment would I be wanting to be working in and what sort of environment do I want to create? What kind of industry do I want to work in, ideally? If I had a choice of every single industry on the planet, which one would I choose? But also think about why would you choose that? Just because you might be in a certain industry right now doesn't necessarily mean that your next logical step will also have to be in the same industry. Now, this is also counterintuitive and many people in the in the marketplace may disagree with what I'm about to say, but I'm a firm believer that if you're a sales leader and if you're in sales, then if you're a teachable type of individual, then your skill set, your leadership capabilities and your selling capabilities is going to be transferable to multiple different industries, guaranteed. It may take a little bit more time to learn a skill set of a particular industry, a particular product, and a particular company, but it can happen and you can be an extraordinary salesperson and an extraordinary leader in multiple different industries, not just the one that you're in right now. So think about the type of industry that if you had a choice, what would you, what industry would you like to work in? Also think about things like well, what type of responsibility would you like to have? Do you want to be reporting directly to a managing director or is it going to be to a national sales manager or a national sales director or whatever the case might be? Start thinking about what level of responsibility you're going to have. Also think about and consider where you want to be located. So if you're thinking about, uh, oh, I'd love to, hey, I'd love to have a sea change, or I'd love to have a tree change, and, and if anything, 2020 through COVID has taught us that we don't necessarily have to be in the office in order to be effective, which means that we can literally work from anywhere and be effective. So where would you like to be located? Is it you? Do you want to go to Queensland and live on a beach? Do you want to go and live in the mountains somewhere? Do you want to live in Victoria? Wherever the case might be, where do you want to be located? But also think about things like, well, what size company would you like to work for? 
If you've been used to working for medium to big size organizations, do you want to move into a startup sort of area? Do you want to move into the government enterprise type of area? So think about specifically what size company you'd like to work for, but also what sort of industry they sit in and what type of type of business they are in terms of, and nothing specific, but uh, more general in terms of the industry and the sector that they're in. But also think about, well, okay, do I want to work for a an organization that is a market leader, like number one or number two within their marketplace, or am I at a stage in my career where I'd really like to work for a challenger brand that gives us some opportunities to really disrupt the marketplace and, and put our stamp, put our imprimatur on on a particular industry. So think about that as well. And also think about the specific type of role uh, in terms of, well, is it going to be purely a sales role or is it going to be a sales and operations type role? It is going to be a general management type role or is it going to be a hybrid? And so all of these things you need to start to consider and all it is, it's a brainstorming exercise. You take the lid off, any limitations you might place upon yourself, any self-talk and any things about, well, I don't think I could do that because I don't have the experience. Forget that. Just put down everything that you think would create your ideal role in your mind and you put it down on paper. Now, the thing with this is it may take time. You might, you won't necessarily do this in one sitting. So don't sit down for half an hour and think, oh, my job's done. It's, it's done. Uh, give yourself some time. Give yourself the advantage of using the Christmas break to, hey, maybe do this over a couple of days or maybe do it over a week. Just come to it and if as a, as a thought comes to mind, go and jot it down because what will happen is over time, you will see that there is a pattern that will start to emerge and that pattern would literally be like one of those three-dimensional drawings that you see in those books that if you stare at it long enough, the, the, the photo or the drawing comes to life and there's a 3D picture that is embedded in that page. Now, what that does, it now represents what will be your ideal role. Now, once that is done, a phenomenal thing will happen because in the brain, everybody has one of these. It's called a reticular activating system or the RAS. What that will do is it will start now looking for evidence, ideas, and opportunities that will fit that ideal role. So I, I think I've shared this before, but I've shared a lot that I've got a, um, I've got a Mazda, a, a, nine, a 2003 Mazda 6 Canary Yellow Sports, a phenomenal car, it's just done 400,000 kilometers, absolutely love it. And touch wood, it keeps going for a few more years. But when I was buying that car back in early 2003, uh, it wasn't until I started looking at that car did I start to see some of those cars on the road because it was a relatively new car at that particular time. But a funny thing happened that as soon as I purchased that car, because I'd been focused on that car, literally the day of picking that car up, I was driving home and I saw a number of those cars exactly the same color, exactly the same model, and all of a sudden, I've noticed them. So this was purely based on my RAS being really, really uh, clear and really dialed in on what I was looking for. And exactly the same thing will happen with your ideal role. So here's how it will work. You have to have patience. But you sit down and you actually have that blank slate. You, you write down what all the key attributes and the key components of what you believe will make up your ideal role. And then you let your RAS go to work, which means that all of a sudden the conversations you start to have, the people you start to reach out to, the responses that you give to any opportunities that might see advertised on, whether it be LinkedIn or Seek or any other sort of platform, will be very, very targeted. And lo and behold, there will be things that are placed in your path based on you not right now being aware of it, but because you've done this work, your RAS will actually start to identify, and before you know it, you're going to actually be in 
your ideal role. The only thing I can't tell you is how long it's going to take, but I can tell you it will happen if you're prepared to do the work and if you're prepared to be consistent in the approach once you've done the work. So a completely different approach to how most people do it, but I can guarantee it works 100% of the time. Uh, it's happened to me very many, many times, and a lot of my clients have experienced exactly the same thing. So sit down. Uh, spend this time now if you're having a break over Christmas. Spend the time and sit down and really analyze what your ideal role will be for you. And it may well be that your ideal role is exactly the role they're in right now. And if that's the case, kudos to you. Keep doing what you're doing and keep uh, keep growing in that particular role. If the role that you're in right now is not your ideal role, then it's, hey, this is the perfect opportunity to do this because the worst thing you can possibly do is go into 2021 with a level of regret or not being as engaged as you know you could be, uh, particularly when you're leading people because that will only start a downward slope in terms of performance, engagement, and uh, and all sorts of things. So I trust that message resonates. If, uh, if I can help you at all, a quick reminder that uh, I've got some spots open for a small number of sales leaders to work with over the next 90 days to help take their sales leadership to the exceptional level. If you're committed to doing that, hey, I'd love to have a conversation with you to see how I might be able to help you. Uh, so go to my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits and I'll give you a call. Uh, as a reminder, if you're in Australia, probably either a phone call or Zoom, but certainly if you're international, definitely a Zoom call. So uh, jump on that calendar and uh, plug in a time and I'll look forward to having a conversation with you. So I trust that message is of value to you as a sales leader, but also if you're an individual contributor, I hope that makes sense to you. But also if you're a sales leader and working with your team and helping your team try to come up with some development ideas or development opportunities, Share this approach with them as well because they may actually be really grateful that you do because it may well be that you've helped them uh, create and therefore find the ideal role and you've had a part to play in that. So once again, thank you very much for plugging in to this podcast and I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.